Hello and welcome everybody to Pixel Splitters, your absolute favorite discussion podcast where two guys talk about movie news, TV news, and you know occasionally tech news when we find it relevant enough. Occasionally. Occasionally, every now and then. Uh, as always, we are your two hosts. My name is Josh. And my name is Willis. And we're going to start this episode off a little bit differently than we normally do. Hey, it's big episode 20 here, guys. Yeah. So we're into a new 10 so we're going to try yeah. something different. Yes, we're, exactly. A 10, we're is there something. a better word for that? I, like a new, I want to say octave, new, I don't know. Sure, yeah, yeah, I yeah, like Yeah, we're octave. in a new octave. I think that works. <laughs> but this is, uh, yeah, at the top of each episode now, we are going to give you a little bit of a, um, a preview at what we've been checking out. We're going to give you yeah. two uh, pieces of content from either of us that we've checked out. What uh, what two pieces of content have you consumed this past seven days, Willis? So, uh, the first thing I'm going to throw out here is a band that I've been listening to. Um, it's called Greta Van Fleet, mm. uh, which they are, I don't know a lot about them. I've just kind of, I've had like a, one of their songs on my Spotify for a little bit and then uh, cool. kind of caught on with the rest. Uh, very Led, nice. De- Led Zeppelin-esque, but like more modern. So Awesome. Spotify? Um, Spotify, yeah. Greta yeah. Van Fleet. Uh, and what's your first one there, Josh? We'll go back and forth here. So my first one um, is is a little YouTube clip that I recently, uh, I think I've just seen for the first time, and it's actually uh, R.I.P. It's Norm MacDonald's moth joke on the Conan show. Oh, yes. Because we lost a legend. I don't think this we recorded after yeah. or before it's this true. happened last week. So, um, yeah, rest in peace, Norm MacDonald, an absolute legend, one of the most unique comedic voices of all time it's true uh, so that was my first piece of content was norm mcdonald's moth joke about 12 times the past seven days <laughs> yes yes i my i have been watching so much norm mcdonald that like my youtube is like mostly suggesting that stuff at this yeah. point you're like here's more norm mcdonald i'm like okay, this cool. is how it should always be honestly it's just yeah them suggesting norm mcdonald to me <laughs> <laughs> it's true forever and always um my second piece is not a norm mcdonald clip but uh, a trailer that just came out today mm. uh which is monday um and it's called Finch. Um, it's mm. a new movie that's coming out on Apple TV. Uh, and yes. it's Tom Hanks. Yes. Uh, Tom Hanks, end of the world. He's got a uh, a dog and a robot with him. Uh, and that's it. What could be better than that? A la Castaway. Fantastic. So I'm psyched for that movie. I'm psyched for Greta Van. What's your, what's your second one there, Josh? Uh, my second one is, I- I'm ashamed to say this, but I had never read Alan Moore's Watchmen graphic novel, Ooh. and so I am now uh, about five pages into Watchmen, and of course, oh. it's absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> that is some content to consume, for sure. Yes. So uh, Feels yeah. weird saying calling Watchmen content. I know, but... But I guess. We're yeah. in the age where there's a movie, there's a show. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. So that's it, guys. That's that's what we consumed the past week, and uh, and let's get into the episode. Yeah, what are we going to talk about today, Josh? We've got a... Uh, We've got some some tech news, guys. Some some serious some tech, tech news. news. Actually, um, we've got all tech news, guys. It's a tech episode. It is a tech episode. Episode twenty. We've got um. We're in know, a new octave. We're in an, in a new octave, a new era. <laughs> uh, we're gonna start it off with um, the cancellation <laughs> of the NAB trade show. 
yep. which is huge. And it's also something that we kind of knew was going to come due yep. to COVID complications. Uh, we're going to talk about Samsung and their never ending uh, saga to try and create the most insane things to put inside a phone ever. And their 16K uh, phone sensor. So yeah. that's something. Uh, Red also released a, I think it was just, uh, it wasn't like pre-order or anything, right? It was just, they, they announced their new V Raptor yeah. camera. Yep. I think there's, I think you can pre-order the Stormtrooper version of it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Which is um, such a weird. Uh, I know. Okay. I read, yeah, it is what it is. We'll, we'll, we'll deal there. with them later. <laughs> <laughs> so new Red cam coming out. The Canon R3 released last week. A much, a highly anticipated yes. camera for, for many people who don't now. even like shoot photography. They're like, the R3, have you heard about the R3? Yeah. And so it's here. You can pre-order it. And uh, yeah, we got some thoughts on that. Yes, And we then do. we also had the fall Apple show just yes. happened this past week as well. And yes. Some very interesting stuff and some not so interesting stuff to come out of the Apple camp. Yeah, Apple's always kind of a mixed bag these days. I feel like it's like there's always something that's like, whoa, I care about that a lot. And then a couple things I'm like, yeah, okay. That's pretty much how it is with them. I was I was hoping for new Apple AirPods because I just had to replace my AirPods. So. Oh, I know. Do you but, have the Maxes? Do you have the AirPod ones? No, nah, I have the regular. Same. I, and I, I just ordered yeah. new ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. If they come out with something new, I'd have bought that. But Yeah, but no, they didn't do it. They're Lost like we're business gonna... Apple. Exactly. Just kidding. I don't yeah. <laughs> so uh so that's what we got going on today, guys. And let's just jump right in to the first topic, which is yes. uh NAB. So NAB is the biggest, I think, trade show for this type of thing. National uh, National Association of Broadcasters, yeah. Yeah, and this is you know, it's where all the major players in this space come, and I believe it's where they show off their new gadgets, or I've never obviously yeah. been to NAB or anything like that, but it's where they show off their new stuff. Yeah, uh, it's where everything, like, the, the R3 would have no doubt made its premiere there. Um, mm -hmm. You know, all that. It's Yeah, it's it's a massive thing in Las Vegas. Uh, I think it's Las Vegas's second or third largest convention, so, like, to give you a, is, a scope <laughs> of the size, yeah. And um, Vegas is like where they hold all those things. So that's yeah, insane. Yeah. I think it's over a hundred thousand people in attendance. Yeah. It's crazy. But we knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Like, uh, what about a week before it was announced that Canon and Sony and Panasonic and Adobe and, and Adobe and Blackmagic <laughs> and, uh, there's another one in there. We're all not, not going. So yeah. Like, I don't know what they would have done. What, what was going to happen? Yeah. You know, you got like sound devices and Nikon and Microsoft, uh, Microsoft. Yeah. All just <laughs> yeah. like, Hey, we're here. The other, the other part of it being that NAB is traditionally in April. Mm -hmm. So like NAB 2022 was in, would have been, so it was going to be in November, but like it would have, the next one would have been in like what, six, five months. Yeah. So, you know, just push it back. <laughs> it's a lot of money to spend to do it again in five months. So yeah, it's, it's so true. Now, I wonder, are we going to, do you think companies are going to start or start, or do you think companies are going to hold off kind of showcasing stuff until NAB next year? Or do you think they're just going to roll stuff out like, like companies have been doing it? I would be surprised if they, if they hold anything major back. Um, sure. Because I feel like, you know, there's so many wheels turning in that, that like having a, a specific premiere thing, like that gets canceled or that was 
fine with being pushed eight months or six months to begin with. Mm-hmm. I'm really bad at counting months in this episode. Um, hashtag math podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I, I, I would be surprised if we're losing out on anything or if they hold anything until April. Um, I think it's probably easier at this point for Apple or not Apple, but for Canon or Panasonic, if they had anything up their sleeve, just to do a online premiere, you know, get a little bit of hype going for late October or something like that. And yeah, just roll it out. Roll it. Cause yeah. Now I wonder, does this have an, is this going to have a lasting effect on future NAB like conferences and like coming up? Do you think that people are just going to, you know, do we have to, like if they do rollouts of big products and they do fine, like, I don't know exactly what the application for the NAB is. Like, is it just for the big, stu- like, per- like the big companies no. to go and. So, um, I mean, like I- I've been to NAB a couple times and it's everyone. It's literally yeah. every brand you've ever heard of is there. There's that, gotcha. like hundreds of booths. Um, and it's not necessarily just, it, like it's as much as it's about um, the new stuff and what's going on and what's coming out. It's also about all the people that are there and like mm. saying like, Hey, like I am building a studio. Like what kind of lights should I do? And being able to go and look at different lights, but also talk to reps and be like, Hey, like, so if I ordered, you know, 10 of these lights, like what, what, you know, it, it, there's more of like an in-person kind of thing that you kind of lose, uh, if you're just attending a digital event. So. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, it is a true trade show then. I gotcha. Yeah. I think like NAB, I feel like, and in the same kind of vein with some of the stuff we talk about here, like uh, CES or CinemaCon, like Mm -hmm. it's too big of a steam engine to get derailed by one cancellation. True. You know what I mean? Even a major player. It just doesn't. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I gotcha. Interesting. Well, I guess we're going to have to wait till next year, guys. You yeah. got to wait till next year to attend. If Until that, April. Who knows? Who, yeah. who really knows? Because it could get derailed again. Who, you know. Well, it's <laughs> we'll also weird because they do one in New York in like October anyway. So I like, yeah. They do like mini NAB, but. Right. Yeah. I Everyone is thrown off and yeah. it's very clear. <laughs> let's just, let's, just, it's, it's fine, guys. NAB is going to be fine. It'll be back next year. It will um, be. You know who's not at NAB usually? Samsung. Is it true? No, I don't think it is. As soon as it came oh. out of my mouth, I'm like, I'm pretty sure Samsung's there. I'm pretty sure they do like TVs and stuff. But we'll I'm go lying with it. for the sense of a transition. You know who's we'll usually at it. NAB? Samsung. There it is. <laughs> so yeah, so Samsung guys. Um, yeah. I think they've been doing this kind of stuff for the past like five iterations of their phones, but they keep throwing in really crazy specs to their cameras specifically not like oh a terabyte of storage or like the fastest phone in the world it's like no you get a 105 megapixel phone on our uh yeah s21 ultra you know it's like who the fuck needs or wants that like nobody (laughs) yeah you're like oh okay Um, yeah that will be cool in seven eight nine years when phone tech catches up with that but uh, even but then, now, yeah, like who, but, but yeah. But now their sensor, no, no, no. Uh, you, Sorry, I was cutting you off. Now their sensor is. A 16K, well, up to 16K resolution. And I'm talking not $16,000 or anything. 16K, like 4K, like resolution in terms pixels. of pixels. 16,000K sensor. Um, and it also says it can, I think 200 megapixel stills is what I read as well. 
Um, yeah. I do not understand what they're doing at all because I find that even when I record in 4K on my iPhone XR, mm-hmm. that I can't do much with it on my phone. I can yeah. send it, and even then it takes five times as long as a normal video clip, and I'm not doing much with it afterwards. So yeah. when we're talking about high-resolution uh, like or high-resolving cameras on your phone, I do not understand what Samsung is doing. And this kind of ties into our Apple conversation later. But I th- this kind of this is kind of going to be a central theme of this entire episode, I think, of yeah. specs versus um, functionality versus pixels. Yes. Um, <laughs> so let's split that if we would. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So the the sixteen K the it it's saying full eight K. 30 frames per second uh, video, it seems like Samsung, for whatever reason, is on like the same curve as the rest of us in terms of like technological increase and whatnot, but they're just yeah. like ahead by like two years. Right. But like not just ahead of the camera industry, but ahead of everyone who would need that. Like totally. they've just found themselves in this place and they're like, well, should we just not innovate for a year? Or two years we or pull whatever. An Apple. <laughs> yeah. Should we just be like, okay, here's your, you know, 16K phone and then come see us in 2000, you know, what year is it? 2025. Yeah. For your next one. It also seems like they just kind of have a, a tech department that's run amok and their marketing department is like, <laughs> yeah. hell yeah. Yes. You know. 16K, that's got to be better than four. <laughs> There's like one guy at Samsung that's like, you know what we could do? 16k and there's no one that's like maybe we could be fine with like a 10k sensor and he's like no 16 16 like, we can right. do it it's it's possible we can do it so they're Here like we oh, go. Well, then yeah. let's do it yeah um and then everyone else has to play catch up around them which and that's i mean that's the thing is they do put out these things and then it's like everyone has to be well, I was going to say everyone has to respond in some capacity, but I don't think that's really true. I feel like with the, the 100 megapixel one, people were like, okay. Yeah. Sure. Like, we're not going to do that. That's absurd. Yeah. You're a Samsung Galaxy S22 or S20. It was the S21. S21, I think. Yeah. 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 Which was also, can we say like, what, eight months ago? Yeah. And like, we're on to the 22 already. Like, it's it's, um, it's insane. It's It's insane. And I don't understand... I mean, when it comes to smartphone photography and videography, what capacity, like why, if you're doing work that requires you to shoot even 8K, why the fuck are you doing it on a phone, my friend? Like, yeah, I just, nobody who wants 8K resolution... And I'm generalizing here because not, no, I'm sure some one person. Oh, I, sure. I needed it for my Instagram. Yeah. That uploads in 720. Most people who are looking for a resolutions over 4K don't want you to fucking shoot it on your Samsung phone, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong, but I just... No, I, I think you're absolutely right. When it comes to any kind of like paying client or anything like that, like, yeah, you it, it it's an absurd statement. I, I feel like... And I feel like we say this a lot whenever we talk tech is like, I feel like this whole thing is just a marketing ploy of like, yeah, it's 16K. It'll be so much better resolution so that when you're at like a backyard barbecue, yeah. someone's like gonna 
dunk. I don't know. I don't know what happens at barbecues. Yeah, uh, I don't either. <laughs> yeah, when there's a, a basketball shoot off, that's a thing. Um, sure. I can. And you need to crop in point. twelve times. No, and but <laughs> the thing I was gonna say is like someone's gonna pull out their iPhone, and then you can go, no, 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 no. Let me use my Samsung S twenty two. It's got six. It's got eight K. Uh, that you know, it it'll be better. Yeah. And that's like that's the target market, which is fine, you know. Yeah, but I think it's going to get the gimmick, and this is a gimmick. Like, there's no yeah. realistic application for this. Um, the gimmick is going to get old quickly. I mean, I my roommate has the 21, and mm-hmm. he bought it, didn't realize that the price tag was because of the camera, which mm-hmm. I told him after. I'm like, dude, it's because it's 102 megapixels, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. He never uses it. He never, yeah. ever, ever, ever uses the fucking phone camera for its capabilities. And I think that... Same thing with this. Most people who are spending two grand on a phone, which I can only assume that whatever phone this goes into will be two thousand dollars or more. Yeah, they're not buying it for the fucking phone for the for the camera sensor. And if they are, they're gonna buy a camera, and then yeah. also buy a phone. Like I well, just here's the interesting thing. There's no camera that's doing this. True. True. Like we're getting into Panasonic kind of world of like you know or like Olympus or. Um, yeah, Panasonic, who are like still in the micro four thirds world of like, yeah. yeah, like micro four thirds sensor sizes persist because they're smaller and create less heat and can, you know, do more and more earlier than like other cameras that have to figure out how to make this work with a full frame. Sure. So it's like there is a, a, a level to which it's like, yeah, if you want to shoot, well, if you want to take, you know, 200 megapixel photos. We're going to go buy a GFX, like Two and GFX that, and get you halfway there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like one of those, it's, yeah, it's kind of just at the forefront and like maybe not in terms of video stuff, but like in terms of photo, it's at the forefront of like what's technically possible. True. Um, which I guess somebody has to be out there. Um, and everyone else is going to say, what are you doing? That's insane. But yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, Samsung, I mean, unless, I mean, do, actually, here's a question. Do you think they're going to make a re-entry or uh, like a re-entry into the camera scene at any point? Because they kind of bowed out. No. No? I don't, I, I think this is their entry into the, I think they're looking at this market and saying phones is where it's going and that's where we're going to go. Mm. You know? Yeah. But that's, you know, my interpretation. Yeah, I mean, it's very, I mean, I think that's what they're doing. Because why would they put all this R&D into something like this and then just, oh, we're also going to do a camera that can't <laughs> yeah. do 16K? Like, <laughs> Yeah, here's your one-inch 16K. Uh... Yeah, I mean, even 8K, it's like we were talking about earlier this year about mm-hmm. how ridiculous 8K was for the R5. Yeah. Now we have phone sensors that can do 8K times two. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding Hashtag me? Hashtag math podcast. Yeah, exactly. We're bringing it all back. <laughs> so I don't know. I like in terms of spec size and things like that. Sure. I I don't know. I'm not getting like excited about it because it's no. But I'm also not one that would get as like excited about a phone. Right. Um, which yeah. we'll see if I I maintain that mentality when we're talking about Apple in a little bit. But right. right. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, it's. it's it it exists. It definitely exists. Um, 
and I'm I'm curious to see what the price point is going to be like for for whatever phones. Because again, at a certain point, they're going to lose everyone. It's like yeah. you can't charge three grand for a phone. No one will buy it. Like, well, the also the other it. question is is can the S twenty two be out for five years and incrementally drop in price, and then like it gets down to like twelve hundred bucks, and you're like, oh, and it's does eight K thirty? Like, sure. <laughs> is it have appeal as it's like true as it ages? I don't know. That's a weird concept, but. It's true. I mean, where they're at the point, like you said, where they're they're past themselves. Like they're past the industry. They're past expectation. They're past what people want. So they kind of got to dial it back and see what happens. I don't know. Yes. Speaking of what people want, sure. Red is back in the news. Yeah. Red for those listeners who don't know is um, oh I don't know what what word to use. Kind of an industry leader in terms of high-end video cameras um and video i would say they're a major player yeah i don't know if they're a leader yet but they're definitely a major player yeah one of the major players they definitely revolutionized the industry and brought it to a new place um yes red was the first company to do like a raw video output Um, Mm -hmm. but they've got a new camera out called the v raptor which is hot off the heels of their komodo is it V Raptor 8K VV? I hope not. I th- I hope it's just the V Raptor. I'm just I'm looking at this article and it's like it has unveiled the V Raptor 8K VV, which I don't know what that means. Well, that is a horrible name. If that's the name, I hope it's it not. It looks that. like they're trying to write ten in Roman numerals, but like, oh, but I, V Raptor. We'll call it the V Raptor. Sure. Yes. Interesting camera. I mean, specs. Why again? This is kind of another. A lot of people are going for the specs race right now where they're like, let's do something that is really cool and nobody has, Mm -hmm. which is useful. But the main standouts for me were, I mean, so it's got a 8K sensor that can shoot up to 120 frames per second, which is Mm -hmm. fucking outrageous. How fast do you need to... Like, or do your cards have to be to to Well, and it can go go even higher, I think... um, if you start like sacrificing some of the bit depth and things like that. Right. Right. Like yeah. if you don't want it to be a hundred percent like perfect. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I'm looking at here. It's 8k 120, 6k 160, 2k 600, 600, 2k okay. at 600 and 4k at, at 200. Okay. That's what threw me. I was like, wait, is there not a 4k like thing? So 600. So here's the interesting thing with red. <laughs> and I feel like I should preface this because I've always that I've always had of a bit of an issue with Red. They make mm. great cameras. I find the company in itself kind of ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um. Just I mean, in their names, naming conventions like Raptor and you know, the weapon. I, weapon. <laughs> yeah. The dragon. Dragon. It. It's definitely a very bro um, company, which happens to me. It was uh, founded by the guy who in who founded Oakley sunglasses. Yes. Cause he was surfing and he was like, why can't my camera shoot video in raw? And then, <laughs> so he started a company that shoots video. In raw. Insane. Holy shit. True story. So the interesting thing with red that I feel like is going on here is while so many, like you, you talked about like specs races and things like that. While so many camera companies are chasing like the next highest spec. Mm hmm. 
you know what I mean? Like Canon and Sony and all that. I feel like red is kind of like, not like pumping the brakes per se, but heading in the other direction Mm. because 8k is not the, the huge point on this. You know, because they've had 8K, 8K cameras before. Oh, sure, and, sure. And correct me if I'm, like, misquoting the, the, the tech here, but um, they're aiming towards a wider audience as opposed to, like, Canon or Sony who's trying to just push their built-in audience to, like, higher levels. You mm, know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and I think the um, the Komodo is the better example of this, but I'll... I'll kind of bundle the Raptor in there too of like, this is a camera. Well, it's priced at $24,000, which is lower than a lot of their cameras have been. Um, It sounds insane, but like, yeah, like, you know, the dragons were coming in at what, like 50, 60. Yeah. Between like 40 and 60. I think the Epic was priced at 40 when it first came out. Yeah. yeah, The helium I think is like, yeah, 60 or something like that. So they're they're kind of coming down because they're like they're coming down to meet like where this mark the main market is emerging because like DSLRs and mirrorless have like changed the the industry so much in terms of what people can do with what that they're like I don't know I'm belaboring the point at this point but no I got you yeah I don't know that's just kind of like what I'm seeing and like the Raptor is like an interesting like like all those people that they've they've pulled in are now they're now nudging of like okay hey like 8k it's right here it's right here it's doable yeah no i completely agree with you i mean when they released the komodo i kind of knew they were gonna pull a move like that just because mm-hmm. i'd heard murmurings but that is a crazy like ari didn't or ari didn't do that like are yeah. you kidding me like their alexa mini is like yeah a hundred grand like, or something like <laughs> yeah not not aiming for any kind of consumer no, they're still in the in the in the bracket of you are yeah you, you're you're a high level filmmaker if you're yeah. using this stuff and there's a reason for it and a lot um, of rental house stuff and like yeah it, like there's a inherent level of exactly yeah. and I think you're totally right even with this price point like yeah twenty almost twenty five thousand dollars is a lot of money but when you're looking at the grand scheme of all of those things no it's it's really not that much money at all for this type of camera. Um, and the sensor being what it is, I mean, again, yeah, it's not like a crazy specs race on this camera, but it kind of is. I mean, like it's, it's a large format sensor. I think they say large format, but I think they mean medium format, like kind of. I wonder if that's what the VV is about. Ooh, could be. Cause doesn't Ari have the FF? They do. Yeah. Yeah. For full frame, but like maybe maybe, that's just, uh, maybe that's just red being super cool. (laughs) They could be doing that. Wouldn't, Wouldn't put it past them. Um. But it is. I mean, it's an impressive camera in pretty much all. The one thing I'm like, how do they still not have fucking built-in NDs in these cameras? I don't. I don't get it. But whatever. Um, or built-in anything. Or built-in anything. That literally. twenty-four thousand dollars, by the way, uh, dear listener, is for the brain mm-hmm. of the of the camera. Um, no yeah, it won't turn on. You no can't batteries, like, do anything. With no it, media. But... <laughs> yeah, it's just that's that's the starting point. Yes, which. Is weird. If you're not a filmmaker, this sounds very ridiculous, like what we're saying right now. But it, it's just, it is now achievable for people. And I think, like, yeah. especially once they get this in rental houses, mm-hmm. like, you have to, I think the Alexa Mini is like $1,600 a day to rent. 
Yeah. And it's like, this won't be that much. There's no way. Yeah. And it's no. going to, specs-wise, compete in, in a lot of different regards, uh, surpass it. And here's like the really big sale point with this is you can point to a ton of Hollywood projects like movies, TV shows that have been shot on red and say, I can yeah. shoot on that same brand to cl- to potential clients and upcharge for it. So it's like, mm-hmm. it is a premium brand while it, you know, so that, that price point is higher, but it's still, you're able to command more. It's like the next level for an aspiring filmmaker, really. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm trying to look through the list. Yeah. Mank, My Octopus Teacher, The Queen's Gambit, Suicide Squad. Yeah. I mean, they're na- it's now... It is now getting to be an industry leader in terms yeah. of yeah cameras and stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm down. I'm down with this. I think red going the other way and not making people, not trying to drag their consumer base along with them is great mm-hmm. because they're at the point where you're not dragging anybody anywhere. Like nobody's yeah. dragging anyone to an an area Alexa. Like it's just not happening because it's too. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just too expensive. So I'm I'm yeah. down with this. I like the level this, to I which think. your company would have to be at to merit owning an Alexa Mini, oh. as opposed to renting it for each job, is like the volume is insane. It's absurd. Yeah, it's funny because the first two people I thought of for about this camera, if they didn't shoot film, were Michael mm-hmm. Bay and Chris Nolan. I was like, these two do like this is yeah. super high speed, large format. Like, let's go to IMAX. Like, let's do yeah. this. I was like, well, this Michael camera. Bay is basically like <laughs> a red bro already. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Except yeah, yeah. for I not shooting red, but yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> you know what? You know what really interests me in this, and I, we, we this can be the last thing if we want, but um, mm. the native mount on it is Canon RF. Yes, which they did with their Komodo as well. Yeah, but in my so when that when the Komodo came out, my head went, oh, that's because this is a more prosumer aimed camera and. Mm-hmm. RF lenses are going to be more readily available for people who are going to end up with this camera. Mm. The fact that it's on the V Raptor, <laughs> I, I just rolled my eyes pretty hard there, guys. Yeah. Um, to me, says that there must be actual, really impressive strategic tech advantages to the the larger elements on the RF lenses. Yeah, which like like I guess inherently I knew, like yeah, of course there are like that's one of the main sale points. Um, But this gives it like, I think another level of legitimacy. Absolutely. And the fact that there still isn't a full lineup of RF lenses out, like Canon hasn't been able to release their entire lineup yet because tons of whole tons of reasons. But yeah, so for them to have that much confidence in it already. Yeah. You're totally right. I mean, it's, if you're like a massive filmmaker and you want to put like Anginus on it or something like that, Mm -hmm. like a PL mount, that you have to get an adapter for. There's no standard PL for it. And I'm like, that's really intriguing to me. That's like a, that's a shift, you know, that, that is a real shift, especially when the, if you know, people who don't know about the new glass, it's like, it's so sharp yeah. that it's like surgically sharp and people don't sometimes they're like, okay, for portraits, it's great. But for, yeah, for throwing it on, on a camera like this, I'm very intrigued. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, red, red's doing it right these days. Red's doing it. Well, red, I, yeah. Red's always done it right, and they've just been red about it. Yeah, they've been red about it. Speaking of, I was trying to think of another way of saying speaking of, but I can't. But speaking yeah. of things that have RF mounts. <laughs> yes, there you go. The Canon R3 
the 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 highly sought after Canon R3 was actually released for pre-order this it's past here. week. It's here, guys. Um, and I want to throw out there just before, just because I like ragging on Nikon sometimes. <clears throat> Nikon the same day released a three hundred dollar forty millimeter prime for their Z lens, and it completely got lost. Like not a single person was like, "Oh yeah, I'll take that." <laughs> like, <laughs> get you some guys, go for it. It's like, come on, Nikon. Of all things, just leave them this one thing. You look like f- whatever. Enough about that. Where so Nikon? yeah, the R three. Yes, it is. It is a. I don't even know where to begin with this camera. Um, yeah, it is a beast. Yeah, I actually got to hold it, which was cool because I got to nice. do. Um, I, I say this all the time, but I work at a camera store and I had to do some promo material for it, so I got to use it last week. And it's an incredible. It's truly an insane camera. And it's funny because at my job, when I record videos, they base I kind of give the greatest hits of their points to the audience. Mm-hmm. And I don't really say my own opinion a lot because it's not that's not what it's for. But here and on they, Pixel Splitters. But here on Pixel Splitters, I do the exact opposite. So they told me over and over again, this is not a mirrorless 1DX. It's not a mirrorless 1DX. It's a fucking mirrorless 1DX. What, like, yeah, what, is, what are they saying it is then? They're like, it's 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 not going to replace your 1DX. It's not going to replace your R5. It's going to be right in... But no, it's a mirrorless 1DX. That's what it is. I mean, there's no two ways about it. It has very similar specs to the 1DX with all of the bells and whistles and extra. So I'm like, I don't... I, they just don't want you to trade in your 1DX Mark III is yeah. what it comes down to. Yeah, because it kind of crashed and burned as a camera. Yes, yes. Not yeah. this not, you know, have its place, but this, it, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what, what say you about this camera, Willis? What what, what do you have to say? <laughs> so here comes the qualifier again. Uh, I am a Canon shooter. Yes. I dig it. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool looking. I, I have never been one to operate in this upper like echelon of Canon products, you know, like I had yeah. a 5d, uh, a 5d three. I have an R six now. Like mm-hmm. I've never had a one D or anything like that just cause I would never really need to, you know, operate on that level. Yeah. Um, it's for fucking like action sports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I was shooting sports on my R six the other day and I was like, uh, <laughs> could you use a couple more frames per second? <laughs> I'd never need this 1DX except for that time last week when I needed a 1DX. No. Um, uh, it's one of those I look at it and I'm like, wow, I can't believe like Canon can actually do this kind of shit. Yeah. Like, Should we run through like the, the some of the sure. craziest uh, like. Sure. So uh, I have the specs here in front of me. So it's full frame. That's the big. That's not a big. Uh, 26 points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a micro four thirds one DX. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, full frame, twenty six point seven megapixels, fourteen uh, bit bit depth, mm-hmm. uh, five axis IBIS in body stabilization, um, mm-hmm. which can which can be up to eight depending on the lens you choose. Because a lot of their new RF lenses yeah. have in body stabilization mm-hmm. as well. So you've got point. up to eight stops of. You know, if anyone, you know, whoever knows what All that right. means. Yeah. The goal is not to sell me on this camera by the end of this episode. <sighs> All right. Okay. All or right. by the end of this specs list, as it might yeah. be. <laughs> Electronic shutter up to one sixty-four thousandth of a second, mm-hmm. which I feel like that's got to be a different way to pronounce that because a thousandth is a much smaller. Six four one six four zero zero zero. Uh, electronic shutter, which is bonkers fast absolutely insane like truly nuts 
64,000 photos could be taken in one second at that speed. Yeah. Right? Hashtag math podcast. Yes. And then we get into the video stuff, which I don't know. We'll talk about the video stuff in a second, but raw 12 bit 6K video. Yeah. yeah. Internal on that? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. Where was that on the five on the D five on the D five on the R five on the R five? Oh, and also, um, thirty frames per second electronic shutter, like continuous. Yeah, in raw, like like that's so shooting you can video shoot video in so, so. A long time ago, I worked for a, a camera rental company in New York, and uh, I had this. I, I suppose not argument, but in-depth conversation with one of the employees there uh, talking about whether or not you could shoot video with strobe lights. And I think I had this conversation with an Anin uh, at Hunt's. Mm. Um, shout out Anin. Because uh, I'm sure he's one of our listeners. I no, fucking uh, hope so. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, Anin, tweet at us if you're listening. <laughs> yes. He was trying to debate if you could potentially shoot video with strobes um you know so you're popping off like massive amounts of light so you can basically he wanted to shoot like iso 100 f 11 at like 160th of a second or at, you know with like a strobe and it was like an absurd conversation and i've gone yeah. way too far into it with this com- in this <laughs> podcast but like it was an absurd conversation because it was like well a any camera you're gonna have is gonna be like 12 frames per second and b none of the strobes will recycle that fast you're insane and now both of those things are possible and i'm kind of sitting at home going i wonder if i could shoot video with strobes you definitely could shoot video with strobes yes, yes. <laughs> i think now <laughs> on paper at least i feel like I can't imagine being uh, like an actor or something like that, just being exposed to that. But true, yeah, yeah. In terms yeah. of functionality, it's not practical, but you could yeah. do it. Like On you paper, definitely could do it. Possible, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so back to the, the R three, twelve mm-hmm. um, bit raw six K. Yes. Up to sixty, mm-hmm. um, and then all kinds of specs below that, and then. I mean, are there other specs that you can think of that we're missing? It has Bluetooth. Um, Bluetooth. I will say that you now can do uh, y- you can do raw transfer files to your phone via ah. this like new thing that they have. There's also um, eye control focus for the autofocus, which basically means wherever you look, once you calibrate it, it's that's your focus point. Like you could see it move when you like move your eyes. In the viewfinder. In the viewfinder, and oh, I used damn. it and calibrated it, and it's. F- fucking see nuts that is why you go to nab <laughs> that exactly yes you're right um i don't know this kind of thing and i was notified by one of my coworkers that that oh kodak or whatever did this way back in the 80s or whatever and it's mm-hmm. you know, they're just recycling stuff but okay i'll bet canon does it better i i of, of course like this is just what, to the point 40 where years of technology yeah exactly and it's perfect like it is as perfect as it can get realistically having used it one time. I just don't know for sports shooters how like it's going to be a huge change of pace for them to mm-hmm. just okay now it's wherever it's jarring you're like the thing is just following your eye it's just Well weird. yeah, I mean I'm like oh that sounds really really cool. I feel like I would hate it. Yeah, I don't think I would use if it. For no other reason than like the number of times that I'm like 
you know, if you're shooting bird photography or something with an R3, uh, and you're like focused on a branch and then like a leaf moves and you go, what was that? Lost the shot. And then, yeah. (laughs) And now you're focused at infinity when you wanted to be focused at, you know, for a second. Yeah. Four feet. But exactly. And I think this is more of one of those things that's it. The more I look at this camera, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's for sports and, and high speed shooting. I mean, it's got new vehicle detection autofocus that it can detect motorcycles, cars, or trucks too. So like if you're, I don't really know the application for that to be quite honest, but yeah, it can do that too. (laughs) I mean, I want to say like NASCAR or like indie racing or something like that, but I'm also like, yeah, but I can't imagine like watching like a NASCAR race where there's like 40 cars out on the thing and like being like okay camera focus on the car get that one yeah focus on one of 40 cars that's going 200 miles an hour like right so i don't know the application for that i mean it's cool uh, i guess um yeah it, it freaks me out a bit because it's like well when does the camera man take over in this situation yeah. <laughs> like it's, well it's interesting because i feel like it's like we were talking with samsung about this is them just being like all right what can we do which I think mm-hmm. the R3 here is Canon's like, all right. And this line in general, like the 1DX line and all that is the same of what can we do? Can we make this work? Can we, how far can we push? Mm-hmm. Can we do 30 frames per second continuous? Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, totally. I don't know what my point was with that, but I feel like that's like the the practical applications that these have might not be so practical. True. But this is kind of stuff that we're like, let's bring the industry to this point kind of yeah so we can sell other cameras exactly so we can sell cameras yeah yeah so it can yes. uh so it can fold down to the the rebel series and yeah i know <laughs> yeah i mean at the sixty five hundred dollar price point that this is coming out at i mean it's it's an impressive it's an impressive camera bnh has it for six thousand oh is it really six thousand only yeah i'm only. looking at body only though so yeah oh, okay. oh geez well if it's only six grand oh I'm well, in. shit i'll do it then <laughs> Interesting. I kind of figured it'd be like 60. I figured it'd be like the D6 or like the, you yeah. know, the 1DX or whatever, but interesting. Um, But it's not a 1DX. They made no. it clear. It's not um, a 1DX. <laughs> CF Express Type B. Yeah. Uh, and still with an SD, a UHS-2 SD, mm-hmm. but I would have thought on this the SDs would be done. <sighs> yeah. And I feel like we could do a whole episode on like cards. Yeah. You know, um, totally. Oh my God. (laughs) Like, I'm like, if you're at this level, like if you're spending six grand for this camera and like body only for this camera, like it's not like it comes packaged with a lens. Yeah. Spend the extra 400 bucks for the good cards for the good cards. Come on. Like you'll know the difference. Like when would you not be using the good cards in favor of the SD? Like if you're going to do anything like the, the SD card is just there just in case everything fails. Yeah. Like your entire CF Express card slot just fails. Like, or if you, fi- like, and that's the thing is like, if you fill up your CF Express, suddenly you're rolled over to an SD UHS 2 and your camera's inhibited. Yeah. Then you're like, oh shit, I need another. And then you just, like, why not just to CF Express? Yeah. Agreed. I don't know. I mean, I think it's to appease people. I think so that people aren't like, oh, really? I have to get rid of all my car? It's it's one of those yeah. little things where I think they're just thinking, oh, you know, 
maybe yeah. people will be more likely to buy it if they don't have to switch over all their cards. But inevitably, they do have to switch over all their cards. So, <laughs> You know who doesn't care if you have to change everything when you get the new one? Apple. Perfect. Apple. Perfect. Like 90% because like they didn't really change anything this go around. But Well, it kind of tried to, you know. So we got we got a new iPhone, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got technically what five new iPhones, something like that. Yeah, yeah we got the thirteen, the thirteen Pro, Pro or Max or whatever it there's is. The Max. I, yeah. The so plus, there's the yeah. the thirteen, the thirteen Pro, the thirteen Mini, and then the Pro and the Pro Max. So five new phones. Fantastic. Love it. Love the options, guys. I. I haven't been impressed with an iPhone since the iPhone 6. Is that true with really? you? Really? Yeah. Go on. Um, I just think that even with them re- taking the, like, making the f- screen basically a full screen, mm-hmm. I don't think they did enough. Like, before that, it was the 4. That impressed me a lot. Before that, mm-hmm. the original iPhone did impress me. But at this point, I don't think that they've done enough per generation and maybe that's a good thing because i don't need a huge leaps and bounds each generation but even with the 10 i was like oh this is cool but i you know it's just a six with no button like that's just what it or or, you know an eight or whatever it was at the time like um i don't know where you stand on that i am in a same eh, similar vein i i have been impressed by the iphone a couple times i was Mm -hmm. impressed with um their like the three different lenses on the uh i want to say on the 10 or the 10 or the x or whatever it was yeah um i'm gonna get happily confused on which iteration had what so it does um, not matter at all embrace yeah here we go (laughs) um and i would say i was impressed but simultaneously disheartened with the um the auto blurring like the fake bokeh tech mm. that they came out with a few years ago. Okay. Um, I hate it because most of the time it looks terrible, but like a lot of people don't know that there, you can actually adjust it post and some of those can look pretty cool. Oh really? I did not know that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you take the picture, you can go to edit and there, it has an actual F stop readout oh. at the top of it where it says like two, eight, four, five, six, it, you know, and so you can adjust how much blur there is. Oh, I'm um, much more impressed now with that. <laughs> I mean, it's all, it's all it bullshit because it's like, you know, okay, yeah, sure. This is a one four. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your, your, your algorithm in there is telling you it's a one four. Um, right. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, for, for a lot of it, I'm in the same vein of it's an iPhone. It's better than the previous incarnation. Um, but I don't feel the need to have the top of the line ones never. I'm certainly fine with like if I got like I have a I don't even know, I think I have an 11. Yeah. Uh not the pro just like the the two lens one and it's like yeah, it's great. It takes amazing photos for everything I need. I'm I am impressed with their um their night vision stuff. Mm. Where it like I have no idea how that works. That's some, some kind of sorcery where it, it, it takes like a low up if you're in low light it takes a shot and then brightens it. But it's not a long exposure because you can shake it and it'll still grab the the thing. And I don't know if it's just like a gain boost, but it's like, that's really impressive if it's just a gain boost because there's very little noise that shows up. I mean, there's noise, but yeah, 
Maybe that's just know. yeah, they're running yeah, they're boosting the ISO and then running like some crazy denoising yeah. like soft be, I application. Know. I mean, there's, like, <laughs> it, it's definitely processed. You can tell, but like, I, yeah. pff, I don't know what they're doing. It doesn't matter. It's um, a phone too, so it's like regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Like, if it looks good, it looks good. <laughs> so with the thirteen, yeah, they are pushing this towards filmmakers. Yeah. Which like, yeah, I guess. There's, it's like a weird thing. There's been a few periods in the history of the iPhone where I like, I've had people be like, I don't know, is it weird to shoot on an iPhone? I'm like, look, that thing in your pocket's gonna shoot better than anything that's out in the industry right now. Like, yeah, <laughs> the iPhone, the iPhone, which is to tie back to the Samsung stuff we talked about. Like, the iPhone shot 4K before anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's in your fucking pocket. <laughs> yeah. Um. And it was, you know, 4K on the tiny little sensor, you know, in like a phone processor, but. It was 4K. You could match it and crop and, you know. Exactly. But yeah, they're they're swinging for filmmakers on this, which is really intriguing to me because it's like so much of their like promo footage is like big film sets. I know. I was, and I'm yes. like, I don't think that's the target market, guys. It's not. It's not. <laughs> like anyone who operates currently in that like kind of set is like, what? Yeah. Like what? No, what? But if you're like a YouTuber who's, you know, been shooting with their phone the whole time and then suddenly, you know, you're like, oh, like I could shoot 4K with this. I could shoot. Did the, Is it doing 8K? I don't think I don't so. It might do 6K. I honestly didn't even look. It, it's, it's doing in, 6K. That's what it is. Yeah. Which I again, what the hell, man? Like, yeah. Hey, it's not 16K. It's not, but even 6K, I'm like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> Two other things going on here. <laughs> and this is, to me, I think every filmmaker kind of chuckled to themselves, but then when they did the uh, cinematic mode where you can rack focus. Yeah. I'm and like... You can rack focus and post. <laughs> that you can unquote. rack focus and post is pretty dope. That to me, it's going to be their same thing of like, it shoots in 240 slow motion and the files are massive because it's recording everything. And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. the the post thing's kind of cool. But the thing that really gets me is it's going to shoot ProRes. Yeah. That's huge. That to me is like, that makes it feasible to use it for a lot more kind of cinematic stuff. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, if you're just in some weird ass apple compression which i guess prores is an apple compression it is yeah yeah no it's apple prores yeah but like if you're in but it's universally yeah accepted yeah yeah, if you're just in some random ass iphone compression we'll say that sure um good luck matching that with anything but if you're in prores like i'm like oh i know how to work with that yeah i know how to like get that to Maybe not the same level, but certainly for a B cam or crash cam, you know, like crash whatever. cam, something. Yeah. Car cam, like up in the corner. Yeah. I mean, so here's the thing. When we're talking about that, it would have to be like a, oh shit, we, our camera broke and we need a crash cam right now. Like it, it's very hard for me to think of a situation where a filmmaker is going to say, yeah, we'll just use his iPhone as the second cam, like third cam or whatever. I agree, but also disagree because I think it's like, it's all about the accessibility. 
mm-hmm. which and to begin, this is like what, like a twelve hundred dollar camera, a twelve hundred dollar phone. But it's got to be, yeah. Right. So I, I don't more. think that. Pre-order. I didn't see it. I'm gonna click the link here. Okay. Yeah, like eleven hundred, twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. From ten ninety nine. So I'm sure if you want, yeah. <laughs> if you want more than one hundred twenty eight gigabytes. Uh, the okay, so it comes with the one terabyte, which is also new this year, I think. Um, That's awesome. But the one terabyte pro with the three lenses and all that is fifteen ninety nine. That's actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be, honestly. And a better camera than some stuff that's out there for fifteen ninety nine. Yeah. It's so also like, a phone. I, to, yeah, to go, <laughs> yeah, and you can make calls on it. Yeah. Um, and play words with friends. Yeah. Words with friends. What a. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. I don't Pulling know where that, that came from. Damn. Open my Zippo app. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that one the other day too. Uh, oh, words with friends. Okay. Woo. It, it, to go back. It's, I think there, I can't think of a lot of filmmakers that are, this is their like choice, but if you look at it from an accessibility kind of viewpoint, like there are people that this is the camera. Like if you're looking at this price point, this is going to be the best camera that they can get for the cost. Mm. Sure. You know what I mean? And then totally you shoot with what you got. Yeah. I don't know. It's a very weird. It's not weird. It's it's not weird. It's, it's not weird pretty at much all. expected. Yeah. It, I, I, what I think is funny and that w- what you brought up was the fact that, yeah, if you go on and watch the both of the short film that they made, which is mm-hmm. just supposed to be Knives Out, and then also, <laughs> yeah, like, it's so funny. Um, well, not the short, but that it's supposed to be Knives Out. And then you just watch their, just, like, promo. I can just picture Tim Cook be like, Knives, that, make that. Do this, see this that film? One. Do that. Call Daniel make it. Yeah, do it on an iPhone. Yeah. Um, but they're... Like, I mean, obviously you're spending thousands of dollars on sets and dressing and locations yeah. and actors and whatever. So they're not the, if you're what spending 20 grand, you're going to yeah. rent a better camera, but you're right. Something I didn't think of, it's the people who are aspiring to do that stuff Yeah, and are like, are, are ramping up to do that stuff. And it's three lenses built in there. Yeah, you and they're I mean? all, they're fast. I think it's like a 1.8, yeah. a 1.5, and I don't know what the telephoto is, probably like a 2.8 or 4 or whatever. Um, yeah. Oh, the f yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, um, but but yeah, so I think it's it's the perfect move to make. For me, I saw the, the space thing, and I, I rolled yeah. my eyes super hard, because I was like, there's fucking explosions going off, and you're yeah. telling me you can't rent a camera for this? Whatever, but... For the indie filmmaker who's just starting out and wants to do that shit, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, it makes t- perfect sense. And I'm, it's actually really, really smart marketing because the, the, it's a cool promo. Yeah. So you know, I'm not gonna get this phone unless someone gives me one. But you know, it's <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. I, I get, I get it, and I'm on board for it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't really see the. You know what's interesting to me, that, and this is kind of neither here nor there, but we get all this stuff about like the cameras and whatnot, and then seemingly never any updates to the front cameras. Yeah, which are like very obviously worse cameras. Yeah, like, and use probably more honestly. Like, yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm like the market <laughs> out there for like vloggers and 
you know, all kinds of like do it yourself and like YouTubers and whatnot that are like, I just set my phone up yeah. and like have the, have a teleprompter app run across it or something like that. And then yeah. like, that's just, you're just not utilizing that phone to its full extent. Um, true. I think even, um, oh no, oh no, I don't have my phone. Um, what's <laughs> the, what's the go-to cinematography app? Um, you're going to know, uh, 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 filmic. Oh yes. Filmic yeah, yeah, pro. Yeah. Filmic yeah, Pro, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that so Filmic Pro has a an, a supplemental app, I guess you'd call it, that lets you record both the front and the back at the same time. So you could like potentially set it between you and an interview person and get both feeds simultaneously. Oh, which very is interesting. Dope. Yeah, which is dope until the front image looks so much worse than the back yeah. image. Yeah, you'd think like they'd just get inherent. Like that, I feel like I can write the marketing copy for that of like, and now your selfies look even better. Like, yeah, maybe it's got to be a logistics thing where they're like, we can't fit a good enough lens under this thing. It's got to be something. Yeah, because it's that's still got to like, hide in in there. Yeah, right. It can't and, bump out. Right, exactly. So, which I don't care. I I just I don't care about that. Like, if if it's a better camera, and there's a little well, bump until it's like here. like. Yeah, but like I'm not even talking. I'm like, holding it, my it, my hand up to my ear like I'm using a phone for. But our like I don't listeners. think that it even has to be a bump. I think it could just be like a cutout of the lens mm-hmm. and just have that be a different because obviously it's the quartz or quartz or whatever they use for their screen. Yeah. Um, just have that be a different material. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't have to be yeah. raised. No, at all. for sure. <laughs> I think yeah, and then we're we're getting into the whole like design versus functionality kind of shenanigans but yeah i'm 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 with you i'm like if we can get something it's on bar like hell yeah just do it yeah so so that was really our takeaway from apple was just real interesting shit they're doing with their phone um the i do want to say the focus racking is that fake bokeh thing though yeah that's the only thing so oh absolutely it still looks fake but it is cool that they're their AI or whatever they're using, it can do that, you know? Now here's, here's the question with that is all of the focus in that. Like, so when you take a video, that's a focus rack, Oh, does the whole thing have to be in focus? Yeah. Like you're just shooting at, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, most like you look at most iPhone photography and it's like, it's all in focus unless you're like, an inch and a half away from it, then you get some natural bokeh kind of stuff. But I'm like, is that what it's relying on? The same thing of like, okay, so we can tell what the two subjects are. Mm -hmm. And then we just add the, the blur either in the front or the back. There's not any actual like, yeah. Cause there's no actual focus movement going in. There's no lens movement. Right. Ooh, that's a, that's a weird one. And so in that case, is it bad that that makes me want it just to try that? (laughs) <laughs> go to the apple store yeah okay yeah out. okay fine, fine. <laughs> don't buy one for that yeah i don't know i never. i didn't think about that because you're right it's fake bokeh so it's fake blur which means everything yeah. technically has to be has in focus. to be or but like those people were on different planes so i'm like what? well yeah but like i mean that's like you figure if it's like the width of these lenses even though it doesn't seem like it like the math on it works out that like you look at a lot of iphone photography like a lot of it's in focus already to begin with you know and clearly you know like apple always shoots all of their stuff under the ideal conditions yes (laughs) i remember at the event i want to say like two years ago or something they actually put the tech specs 
on their like I think it was for the 12 Pro. Mm-hmm. Um or maybe the 11 Pro. I don't know, but like they actually put the like the shooting specs mm-hmm. up on the images that they posted. And they're all like F22 ISO 50. And you're like, "Well, yeah, of course there's no grain." Cuz like, you're what are blasting you talking about? light yeah, into this like, situation. That- <laughs> Incredible. You know. Yeah. Um, you know. It was like the OG GoPro Hero 2 commercial where it's like, you can do that, you can't do that. Yeah. It's actually a completely different camera that did that, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I'm going to have to make a trip to the Apple store and, and play oh, with God, these. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. We'll be the only two people in there that are fucking with the camera. Everyone else is like, <laughs> oh, let me just like... <laughs> I do want to see, they, they released the mini one, which I'm kind of on board with because that's my one complaint about my 11. It's always been a little big. I oh, can I'm, like yeah. almost reach all the way across it with my thumb. I'm but down like, with the mini. Keep making yeah. the mini, and as mm-hmm. soon as I'm ready to buy a new phone, I'll get one. <laughs> but yeah. I just keep yeah. making the mini because that's the one I'll get in five years when I need one. <laughs> I, I may end up with with a 13 because I usually like skip a generation. Yeah, you know, and then my entire family upgrades. But yeah, send it. I'm, there's a chance I, I've since I'm rocking an X. So like, yeah, I'll probably end up getting one either this round or the next. But it's hard because they make their phones work. Like, it still functions perfectly fine. I'm yeah. just like, uh, it's time. Is it time? Is it really time? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. But that's it, guys. That's our tech podcast for you today. Yes. Supplements all I will other say, weeks. I, can, I, can I throw out one little thing here that's yeah. not really any kind of tech, but I found really interesting. No, I'm a totally tech, but now I kind of camera tech. Sure. Uh, if you go to apple.com on your phone, Mm-hmm. And you look at the new phones, you can view them in AR. Oh shit. And actually kind of like see how it fits in your hand and shit like that. And which is really That's a really interesting really thing. Really weird. Okay. I, I was I trying like to that. I was trying to do it with the mini and you're like, how small is this thing in my hand? But interesting. Okay. I like AR, that. AR starting to take hold of stuff here. I'm down with it. I'm down with it. I just want glasses that can do AR. Like where is that? Yeah, like Google Glass, but like yeah. real. Come on, yeah. guys. Yeah. Get the Facebook glasses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Snapchat goggles. Yeah. So we didn't talk about any movie stuff this week. No, we didn't. The Emmys were yesterday. Yep. Didn't watch them. Me neither. So there Although you apparently like the viewership was like up for the Emmys. How? As opposed to everything else. I don't know. How? A lot of people watch TV. A lot of people had to watch TV for a long time. It's true. There's a lot of uh, the crown conversations going around, yeah. going, on, going on around me. So I, I can get that. I can get Do you watch that. the crown? Don't watch the crown. No, I should. Me and my wife watched like, I think three or four seasons and then just like stopped in the middle of a season. I don't really? know what happened. I don't know. Like it, there was no like event that happened that we were like, oh, we went on vacation and never got, like, it was just kind just of like, like, oh, we got like three or four more and just turned it off one day and never went back. And like every day, like every time a new season comes out, we're like, oh, we got to like catch up. And I'm like, I don't know where we left off. I don't know what's happening. And then you get too far behind. Happens yeah. to me all the time. It's the reason that I don't watch that much TV because I end up falling off somewhere in the two season realm and I just stop watching yeah. it. Yep. But, and you then know, there's so much other TV to watch. that you are like, well, I, I can't watch that. Exactly. I think the reason we're going off on tangents here, but I think the reason I was watching Marvel in the in the Star Wars shows so religiously was because mm-hmm. it was scheduled every week, and yeah. there's only eight episodes. I can do that. I can do it when I mm-hmm. know the end game. I can't sit nice. down for 
12 episodes or tw- yeah yeah <laughs> i can't sit down for 12 seasons of fucking you know whatever and yeah. who knows when it's gonna i just can't do that anymore well so. yeah my, my wife and i just uh i rewatched Battlestar galactica which she had never seen oh, awesome. and yeah it's like 20 episode seasons and it's just it's it's long you feel it yeah yeah we've been watching Battlestar galactica <laughs> for a very long time now that's um, awesome all right, so let's uh, let's come in. You got a you got a recommendation for us this week, Josh? I do have a recommendation. These for this are week. different than the things we're doing at the top now, guys. Yes, completely differentiated. Those are just things we're consuming. These are things we actually want you guys to watch yes. or listen to or whatever. Um, my recommendation for this week is a film uh, that goes by the name of Her. And oh, nice. It is a movie that I actually hadn't seen. I think since it came out in 2013. As he touches his AirPods. Yes. I, oh God. I just, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, written and directed by Spike Jones, who, if you don't know, is an absolute Lord. I mean, I can't say enough good things about him. He literally. Spike Jones could just be your recommendation. Like he could so be good. everything he does. It's just not only does he, did he make like cut his teeth doing skateboard videos, like legendary skateboard movies. He's, you know, he does cameos in the Wolf of Wall Street also and Moneyball, but he also directs Oscar award-winning films yes. like this one starring Joaquin Phoenix and the voice of Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett plays a an AI that uh, is basically like your personal assistant, like Siri if it had like a personality. And it's just a beautifully, it's a hauntingly beautiful and very strangely contemporary film about a man who falls mm-hmm. in love with a computer. And it's uh, really interesting and uh, like it deals with grief and companionship and like what being human really is. It's just it's just an incredible film. Um, and I would say definitely check it out if, if you're into any of that stuff I just mentioned and is streaming. Actually, it's not streaming anywhere. You have to rent it on Prime, but it's four bucks. It's four bucks. Yeah. Just do it. It's a good movie. Yeah. What do yeah. you uh, What do you have for this week, Willis? All right. So y'all got to stick with me on this one. Okay. <laughs> we talked about this before the pod. Uh, my recommendation, and I use a recommendation loosely uh, for this week, is The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, the Andrew Garfield series, the second one that is pretty i think unanimously described as the worst spider-man movie might go toe to toe with uh spider-man 3 toby Maguire, the third one you're really Um, selling it oh yeah (laughs) um so i watched it the other night um because my wife and i in preparation for uh no way home are watching all the spider-man movies Mm -hmm. spider-man movies spider-man movies and sure um, spider yeah and it's weirdly it okay. Full full disclosure, it's bad. It's not a good movie. <laughs> All right. Like, but there are a lot of good things going on in that movie. It is a very, very clear example of studio interference of yeah. Sony being like, We're gonna build an entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is the first Spider Man movie after the Avengers. Like, we're gonna build a whole thing here. Uh mm-hmm. So there's way too much character. There's way too many characters, way too many villains, all that kind of stuff. But, and here comes the but. There is some really good fucking performances in it. Mm. Andrew Garfield is actually a pretty dope Peter Parker. He hits like a lot of the nails on the head. And like there are a couple scenes and like note the names I'm saying during this. But there are a couple scenes between... Uh, Andrew Garfield and Sally Field or Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone 
uh, Oscar winners, all of them, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, like Jamie Foxx's whole, that, nah, that whole thing with Electro is kind of one of the, the bigger downer points. But like, if you took away the thing with Electro and you took away the thing with like Peter Parker's father, which is like a weird backstory that we didn't really need. Mm-hmm. It's actually a pretty compelling story about him like trying to come to terms with like his life and his past and his future and all this kind of weird stuff. And like, it's just Andrew Garfield really knocks it out the part. And there's, I sat down being like, okay, got to get through this one so we can get to the Tom Holland ones. And like, it was not there. It grabbed me a few times. Damn. And I'm like, I like, I think I said to you before, I think I'd only seen it once. Cause I was like, yeah, well that was bad. Right, um, <laughs> as most people did, but but apparently. yeah, like the cast of that movie has no right being as good as it is. Yeah, so that Spider, the Amazing Spider-Man Two, is my recommendation for our twentieth episode. That's um, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch them apparently because again, yeah, I have not seen either of those movies since the early 2010s. So who knows? Yeah, but I mean, hey, yeah, let's. Let's do it. Um, especially now that uh, the new Spider-Man's coming out at some point soon, hopefully. Yeah. It's well, that's just the kind of thing. It's like watch. if Andrew Garfield's going to be in No Way Home, then I want to have a full... I'm doing the homework. As full picture. I got yeah. you. 100%. Yeah. I'm down with it. Uh, also, shout out to Dennis Leary for being in that movie and literally <laughs> has no lines. It's just in like four scenes where he just stands there and stares at Andrew Garfield. Fantastic. It's amazing. Oscar award winner. Yes. Oh, no, is he? Yeah. Dennis no? Leary, Emmy Award Award winner. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That'll count. Um, so yeah, right. that'll uh, that'll bring one. us. Yeah, that'll bring us home, guys. <laughs> yes. We ended up talking about Marvel anyway. It's true. That's just how it, it happens. It, well, we ended up talking about Sony. True. 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 <laughs> Sony in the last movie they made before they had to <laughs> go crawling back to Marvel to teach them how to make a Spider-Man movie. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. All right. All right. Uh, so, Josh, where can people find you online? Uh, people can find me online uh, on Instagram at Josh J. Fuller and on Twitter at Josh Fuller 33. Fuller is spelt with no E. And you can also find me on Letterboxd if you want to. Just type my yeah. name in, Josh Fuller. I'm there. I just got one the other day and I'm obsessed with it now. So, yeah, deal with all my things that I make. I think I'll have to get in there, too. Um, yeah, man. I used to have a Letterboxd that I, I followed a little bit. Um, but then I like never interacted with anyone on the platform. So I was just like, (laughs) and we'll have to make a pixel splitters one. Definitely. Absolutely. Oh man. We can make a pixel splitters one to like keep track of our recommendations. Yes, absolutely. That's what I was thinking of. So that makes a lot more sense than, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And when I was like, Oh yeah, the podcast will just have one. Uh, Well, it could be both, but where can people find you online? You can find me on Instagram at Willis film on Twitter at Willis film, which I've, I think I said this last week, but I've actually started using a little bit more. Hooray me. I'm, I'm like one of those youths, uh, <laughs> with their, their tweets and their Twitters. Um, youths. and then you can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter, uh, on Instagram at pixel splitters and on Twitter at pixel split pod. And we should have opened a letterbox before this episode. So we could be like and letterbox at pixel splitters. Or next week, guys. This is the yeah. prep. This is prepping you for next week to follow us on Letterbox. Yes, so, there it is. <laughs> uh, and if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, uh, hit that like and subscribe button. Give us five stars. Leave comments, um, mm-hmm. or whatever podcast app you use: Spotify, Overcast, Stitcher, 
Yeah, Amazon. I don't know anybody whatever. who uses Stitcher, but I don't either. But uh, you no gotta shade. shout them out. Yeah, exactly. We there. Yeah, we there. follow us, subscribe to us, and uh, and yeah, just listen to us, guys. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. And now, now we're home. Now we're finally back home. We're Spider-Man Four, finally back home. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Yeah. There we go. Um, and yeah, Marvel. All right, man. All right. Well, yes, that'll be it. Uh, I will talk <laughs> to you next you. week. We will have hopefully some movie news, but good talking tech. Yeah, honestly, felt good. Yeah, felt yeah. Good. Go buy a camera, guys. All right, I'll talk to you next week. All right, thank you for listening, guys. Bye.